0: Wanna give it a go? Get started. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Scattering Podcast, episode 109.
0: 109. You know, as we organize all the files and everything on the cloud storage, mm-hmm. we've been putting them into folders of 10. 10 episodes in each folder, so it's easier to find. we are going to have to make a new folder soon. Indeed. Yeah, time's wow. been passing by. Lots of episodes under the belt. Hopefully, <laughs> lots more to come.
1: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. How you been? A little under the weather. I've missed a few days of work here, and I went home early the other day. What happened? I just felt fucking I just, wrong. It was weird in the head, you know? One of the girls at work has strep throat. Now I don't think I got strep throat, but I feel like I picked something up from someone there. I just feel like 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 clogged up in the head and just like all sinusy and getting vertigo and my tinnitus is worse than ever. It's just it's disconcerting. So I've been pretty much just down and out for a few days now.
0: You better not have COVID again.
1: <laughs> that's the that's the concern. So I'm taking a test tomorrow morning before I go to work again. Hopefully I'm pretty sure I'm negative, but hey, be when I when I had COVID, I felt great, but now I supposedly don't have it, and I feel like shit. So yeah, there's yeah. a lot of
0: colds and stuff going around. I know the kids had colds at school, and there was a stomach thing going around for a while. So you know, yeah, luckily, things come about. There were people were getting sick long before all this bullshit. Luckily, I don't. I don't really have
1: a stomach problem. I, God, I have. I had stomach flu once when I was a teenager. and It was horrific.
0: It's miserable. So, oh yeah, I think I puked like 20 times in a day. It was fucked up. Your stomach starts hurting, and there's nothing. Just like barf, 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 yeah, barf constantly. Yeah, it yeah, was
1: horrendous. Yeah, I got it from. A, I was at the airport coming back from Colorado, and I had my dad bought me a hot dog at the airport, and that airport hot dog fucked me up. Oh
0: man, yeah. yeah, that's the last time I had food poisoning was. Mm, I guess it was.
1: Well, this was stomach flu.
0: Yeah, well, hot dog isn't going to give you stomach flu. Oh, like I did. Food no, it
1: did. I had stomach flu because everyone in the house got it as well. So it passed like oh, it spread like wildfire. Yeah,
0: everyone yeah, except my know. mom. <laughs> Your mom's like the she's freaking Iron Yeah, I was gonna say the Iron Stomach, but I don't know about Iron Stomach. But Iron, she's, her strong immune, constitution. Her immune system is just
1: insane. Yeah. Anyway, nope. I don't think I've ever actually seen my mom sick, like with the flu or a cold or anything—not once. That's really weird. And she's had HIV since 1989 or earlier. Plows right through that, too. I mean, pretty trippy. Good genes. Well, at least most of us got good genes. Apparently, I'm a mess.
0: So (laughs) what did you do today? Oh, today was pretty good. We just went and had some lunch and swam at the pool. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I mowed the lawn earlier. Yesterday, we had soccer. We're starting to wrap up some of the kids programs they have, Cub Scouts and things like that. So that's all starting to kind of not end just yet, but in the next month or so. So I've just been plugging along, but it's been a nice day. The weather's been killer. It was nice and warm today. So really? fortunately I'm not feeling feeling ill knock on wood.
1: It's like it's like raining and 40 degrees down here. Yeah. I'm right. Kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. What <laughs> do you, like, like, you like 25 miles, 30 miles for me? Yeah, 22 or something. Um
1: the other day, though, it was weird because I was at work and it was all cloudy and overcast and it was raining and I was in Mira Mesa and it was raining and then I drove all the way down. It was raining all the way down and I got down here and it was sunny and beautiful, and not a spot of like water anywhere. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to I got to put my window down because it's going to start raining. And Ed just looked at me like, what are you talking about? And it was nice the rest of the day. And it never rained down here. It was really strange. Just Funny that can
0: happen. Just 25 just, miles. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird where I'm at. It can be really, really hot even in the summer, but about like 4 30, 5 30, something like that, like every day pretty much. Yeah. We just get a nice cool breeze because we have we're kind of not by the ocean, but not far when you as the bird would fly. So we we happen to probably just be in this right area where we just get this awesome breeze coming through that cools things down really nicely pretty quickly.
1: You must be in a little bit of a valley or something, because it's not so su- it's not super
0: close to the ocean. What are you, 10 miles from the ocean? Uh it's not that I don't know, but but you can see it, you know, from the hill, but you can't. Oh, it's yeah, pretty I far you away. Can. That's yeah, right. it's just, it's, it's uh, uh, what's the word? Deceptive. When you look at it, how, the, how you have to drive to get over the beach from where I'm at. But if you, as the bird flies, to use that phrase,
1: it's not as far as you'd think. And maybe only like four or five miles, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we get a breeze nonetheless, and we happen to be in a good spot for that. So even on, like I said, really hot days, it tends to cool down. Right yeah, just, uh, just a couple miles can make a difference, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess we're kind of, it's kind of, we're in a valley here right next to downtown, which is right on the
1: bay. So, it doesn't seem to ever really get too hot here so far, but I haven't experienced winter, or I mean, summer here yet. And this room is so hot, dude. Just is coming out, really? I, was like, I was laying here just just sick and like sweating and like, oh, God, I feel like shit. And I walk out into the living room. And it's just beautiful out there. I'm like, oh my god, my room is just a disaster. I gotta get that AC put in, man. Why is that? Are you just kind of in the back? Like, you doesn't? It's in the back facing the sun. So when the you know afternoon the sun comes down, it just oh, bakes this yeah. room. And there's no trees covering this room at all. Makes so and It's on a hill. So it, this is on top of the hill, kind of. And so I'm like facing the sun on top of the hill, no trees. And then all the trees like cover the rest of the house. And they have the AC going. And I just it's like I walk out and it's a whole different environment out in the living room. So not only do a few miles make a difference, a few walls can make a difference too. Well, and an AC unit, yeah. So I, I got to get that thing out of storage and fuck the environment up a little bit more with
0: my AC unit. Well, speaking of storage, have and you've, I know you pulled your drums out. Have you made any progress in that front? No, because the progress
1: has to be um, with Ed clearing out that spot for me. And he's been, you know, he works hard and yeah. comes home, just wants to kick back, have some drinks, watch TV. Those guys go to bed at eight o'clock every night, so. Really, he hasn't really had a whole lot of time. On his days off, he's out in the garden and stuff like that. So, I got to push him a little bit and just kind of like, "Hey, man!" Because I I was almost—I was tempted yesterday just to take my drums back to storage yesterday, but no, they're they're just—if you have them
0: there, at least they'll be kind of on your mind, you know. And maybe oh, it's on my mind. It's on
1: my mind every day. Like I wanted to go play yesterday, but I felt like shit. And I was going to go practice this morning, and I felt like shit. And I'm telling myself I'm going to go practice tonight, Eh, but I kind of feel like shit. God, it's just wanting to get out of here, too. I'm getting bored, stir-crazy.
0: But Do you have any good trails by you? Anything cool to hike? Walks or anything? There's a few places, yeah. I haven't really, I haven't really explored the area, though, because
1: I'm in a weird part of San Diego where I'm actually in San Diego City, but across the street is another county, and then down the street is a third county, so it's very strange. I would call one of the
0: counties kind of the hood, in a way, you know?
1: So I kind of don't venture...
0: Not counties, city you mean
1: city yeah i'm sorry city yeah the one city is kind of like the hood the eastern part of san diego county i went to a, um i went to the albertson's over there i went east a few miles and because it's the closest like supermarket and oh my god it was disgusting dude it was bad were you scared not scared disgusted <laughs> like in the meat department there's like hair and shit oh, underneath. The nasty. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting dude It was all dirty and i was like well never coming back here again you know but then i go over the hill you know toward the west toward the beach toward the 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 city itself I went to um, a food for less over there and it was clean and perfect and it was nice you know so it's like it's amazing how just sometimes in some places just one street and it's completely different
0: that's so true it's gotten it's a little a little more um i guess you could say gentr- gentrified in some areas but that i recall even like 10 15 years ago was much more noticeable when i first moved down here even more so explain gentrified to me uh the way i think about it is that it's homogenous
1: homogenous
0: that's the way i tend to view that word when they talk about urban development when something's getting gentrified i just i think that it means homogenized safer probably in a socioeconomic way versus like a not like a like race or thing way but just more like associate like they come in and some areas that now have very high values of property and they're very cool neighborhoods they Um, didn't they didn't used
1: to be as high valued property yeah and they 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 were shady they became gentrified and the property values went up so what does gentrified mean
0: when you go around in some of these areas where they were they would have been pretty shady now they've got all the pubs and all the restaurants and all the outdoor more family friendly, friendly restaurant drinking place kind of things, you know? You know, white, pe- white people shit. move
1: in. White people move in. That's what gentrified means.
0: Well, I don't know. Like like I said about a dictionary definition. I was describing my I don't personification. I don't think it's like personally white as it is so they- much of a socioeconomic.
1: Yeah, but so what does that mean though? Like okay, so middle,
0: middle class dude. Middle class. Okay, and so it can be anybody upper, upper of any race, class.
1: but as long as they look middle class, then it becomes gentrified. You see what I'm saying?
0: It's white. Well, people. I don't. I'm not <laughs> white people. <laughs> I don't think it's that. They're not here in San Diego. Maybe in other places. I don't think. That's I don't think di- it's that. I think it's a socioeconomic thing more than Well, Yeah, else.
1: of course, of course it is. But I don't know that that's a good dictionary term for. It, but no, I
0: don't. I don't know that it is. But when you you tell me something, when someone says to me, "Oh, this area," become become gentrified gentrified. to me what that means is what i just described so it could be the hood it could be shady it could be sketchy up the street eventually yeah all that stuff gets bought up and fixed up and values and everything go up and there's all kinds of We look dude look at hillcrest change or look at yeah well i know i know but they they were like
1: they were remodeled and then more upper middle middle class, upper middle class white people moved in and it became more and more gentrified. Here's the term right here of a formerly poor urban area changed in character by wealthier people moving in. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Improving housing and attracting new businesses, typically yeah. displacing current inhabitants in the process. Yes. He does have some concerns that the area will become a little too gentrified. Refined, polite or respectable is another uh, another uh, definition. The club's gentrified supporters is another uh,
0: example yeah so i guess you know functionally in some areas and in many cases it is the case that ends up being more white people but i don't at least where we're at in san diego i don't think that's the case okay a race thing i think that it's the same it's all tied into that economic growth and the increased property values and all that stuff basically okay. what what you said there, attracting more business
1: okay here's I, another here's another quote there has been an attempt to gentrify the game making it more attractive to the middle class
0: yeah that's what i said middle class
1: right white people (laughs) okay (laughs) well you want to just get down to the i mean unless unless your county is like sinking money into you know lower class or like lower income areas you know like the gas lamp the gas lamp used to be terrible man i would never go downtown when i was a teenager it was fucking Yeah, shady yeah, but then they put, right. the, they, they put the actual gas lamps in and did the bars, like you're saying, little clubs and whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's like the place to go to buy a But $20. you don't go down there.
0: It's not all white people. Because
1: of the white people and the $20, <laughs> $20 fucking beers. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like a pitcher of beer. Oh, that'll be $100. It's like, are you fucking serious? Not oh, here's another. Na- oh, someone actually looks this shit up. Uh, what gentrified really means is the one. The second one is, is gentrification a dirty word? What is another word for gentrified, or how do you use the word gentrified? Let's go to the first one here. What it really means. Uh, same thing. It says the same thing. Yep. Uh, another word for gentrification. Uh, redevelopment, it says. Huh. Renovation, improvement.
0: These are all euphemisms. Yeah. Urban renewal,
1: rebuilding, there you go. Recon- there you go. reconstruction, repair, transformation, restoration, refurbishment. It seems like kind of a fuzzy word to me.
0: Like, like, uh, that po- politically correct, or what do you mean? What, what do you mean?
1: Like, when like I hear say, yeah, is it bad offensive? Place? No, not no, not offensive, but it almost seems like a like a hidden sly sort of term, like a wink wink sort of term. Like, you know, um, uh, that neighborhood used to be pretty seedy, but now it's now it's become kind of gentrified. The first thing I think is, oh, you mean a bunch of white people moved in? I don't know why I think that maybe I heard that on a show or something. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just racist, Ian. Oh, I'm definitely racist. You kidding? I know. I fucking hate everybody. Um, let's <laughs> see. Who profits from gentrification? Here it is. The richest 20% of households receive 73% of these benefits worth about $50 billion a year. The wealthiest 1%, those with incomes over $327,000 a year for one person households and $654,000 a year for four person households that's you guys get 15% I of wish. the benefits <laughs> get 15% of the benefits oh well that's not as significant as i thought it would be what is the most gentrified city in san diego oh, in the united states oh you'll never guess i bet you'll guess right off the bat
0: take well, me a guess what's the most gentrified meaning in terms of conversion to middle class uh
1: Well, you're the one who knows the meaning, so you tell me. I don't know. Take a guess. Take a guess.
0: Well, San Diego probably is one of them.
1: Oh, same (laughs) state. No, San Francisco and Oakland.
0: Oh, yeah. You're not kidding, man. You're not kidding about that.
1: It says there's a new study that claims San Francisco and Oakland are the most, quote, intensely gentrified cities in the U.S. Trippy. I can see that, though.
0: I went up there several years ago (laughs) and... I, I knew some people that lived up there, and they were just regular people that worked. You know, they didn't make a ton of money. They weren't poor. They just worked and did their thing, and they kept having to move out to, it was, you know, Oakland for a while. But then it got to be like these shady ass areas. But then right up the street were like you know two million dollar apartments and stuff like that, and just like crazy. And, and there was a lot of anti <laughs> anti money sentiments, if you would. I saw a couple murals or build you know like taggings and things that people were pissed off that i'm sure a lot of like the tech people from the bay area that are moving yeah, out yeah, to yeah. oakland because they could afford it
1: uh-huh
0: you yep. exactly yep. oh here you
1: go here you go a new study by a stanford sociologist has determined that the negative effects of gentrification are felt disproportionately by minority communities whose residents have fewer options of neighborhoods they can move to compared to their white counterparts
0: white people okay well i don't know <laughs> if I, if I say that i guess that i think that the result is often that but i don't think i don't connote that specifically i think okay. more just middle class i guess i'm feeling oh, look bitter. around look I, around I'm, man. Feeling,
1: I'm feeling a little bitter because i'm i guess i would consider myself in the lower middle class or even like poor community I like that's my that's how much money i make is fucking poor You know, and then the way everything has been spiking lately, the the housing prices and everything, just I can't even, there's no way I will buy a house in my lifetime. It's over for me. It's over. It
0: is. It's crazy.
1: It sucks. It sucks. And I mean, it's like, I have to rely on my friends to help me out. I, you know, there's a moment in December where prices were just right, where I could have jumped in on something, would have been a little bit of work, but then one month when it got to 2022, I'm fucked. I mean, a lot of the situations were fucked up for me, but. I'm fucked financially. There's just no way I can afford my own place. There's just no way. Even if I got a roommate, we probably wouldn't be able to afford our own place.
0: Isn't that crazy? It's cyclical for sure. But yeah, I don't think that I mean, look, dude, I I know nothing about this really except for some stuff I've heard and things I've you know read and people I've talked to. Yeah. But I I am no by no means any sort of economist. <laughs> but I, I don't see how how it's really gonna tank again i mean i'm sure it will to some degree but but you described it there was this period of time where things nothing was happening and then things were just insane like selling for tens of thousands over what they were asking for originally in like three days
1: yeah yeah and
0: well, people yeah, coming yeah, in and buying cash i have a friend you know uh, our friend that made the cookies for us yeah yeah she is trying to come out here i guess got a job out here and going to be selling and that's great to sell at this time she's struggling but but it's crazy like just coming out and trying to make it happen it's yep nuts one of the doctors i work with one of the doctors
1: i work with her and her husband who he's also a professional i don't know if he's a doctor but they make way more than i make and they're having a problem trying to find a house to live in isn't that
0: insane they want to yeah. buy a
1: house, but they're having a problem. That's crazy, dude.
0: Yeah. Before I met you, I lived in this one apartment that was uh, kind of over by by where you used to live. It was a, granted, this was 20 some years ago. I mean, I'm not discounting that. It's a long time. But just for the purpose of illustration, I think I rented this apartment. It was a two bedroom, two bath. It was probably 940, 950 when I started renting it. Ugh. Lived there a couple years. Moved out, it was maybe 1100 bucks. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Out of curiosity, I looked a few weeks ago to see what those were going for now. Here comes why don't you, why don't you take a guess? 2,400.
1: 3,600. That's, that's insanity, insanity.
0: insanity. How is anyone supposed to save for anything?
1: Was that, that was a one bedroom or two bedroom? Two bedroom. Still, I mean, that's 3, insane. 3,600 bucks. That's insane. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. that's part of the reason i got the 60 day, mm. days notice was fucking greed kicked in the owner of the yeah. house saw that you know oh i can rent this downstairs for three times what i'm you know what i'm charging yeah. him
0: yeah. and we
1: go bye bye it doesn't matter you've been here four years I'm gonna fuck off it's just like it's it's it just sucks it really sucks that's a, I think um uh, what do you call it like new york chasm where if you're a renter you're locked in owners like cannot fuck with you if you're renting a place from them. They can't raise a rent all the time. It's like illegal to raise a rent constantly on people to uh-huh. the point where they have to move out. They're like locked in. They can stay there for their fucking life until the owner wants to sell the house or something. That's the only way.
0: I think there's laws. I mean, I know here in California, there are laws as well, a certain percentage. You can't go beyond at one time. It's, it's apparently it's better
1: for the, for the renter here than in most places, but it's still, it leans toward the, the person who owns it the property. They can just do whatever they want. They ask you to leave for no reason if they want to.
0: Well, h- how do you think aliens would think about that kind of thing? Do you think that this would fit right in with the way they would think that they're uh, cap- capital? I to say capitalistic, but uh, opportunistic and take advantage to you? Or are they more advanced than that?
1: You, we have to have some billionaire dude who made a commitment to himself to fucking
0: build these spaceships and,
1: you know, privately do all this shit. Who wants to go to mars and all that stuff because it costs so much money i doubt if they're like flitting around through the galaxy you know that would cost so much for them and their you know whatever their society is i doubt that money has a whole lot to do with anything at this point you know i'm sure they just do whatever they want to i mean not not in a sense like oh go murder each other you know but i mean like this guy's good at art this guy's good at engineering this guy's good at whatever they probably just do that and everyone gets everything for free and money means nothing Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to afford building these crafts and expanding their technology to the point where they can actually cruise around and check out things in the universe. In what the if galaxy. they could?
0: What if these are like the Jeff Bezos of these people, these beings, and it's not necessarily everyone?
1: No, they're fucked. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm just asking, right? I mean, we talked about it, this with like the reason why gold has been valuable for people is because it was needed by, was it the, is that the Anunnaki? Anunnaki, did you know
1: that all of the gold that's ever been mined on earth, how how much do you think it is? Like if it were to fit in like a building or how big of a building do you think that would be? Just take a guess. Like How much oh, all the gosh. gold ever mined that, that we know of that's been pulled out of the earth, people have like on jewelry, just all of it, the, all, everything in Fort Knox. How much do you think like as a solid block, how big do you think it would be?
0: uh i would say if i had to guess and i have no idea i would say maybe like the size of a football field like a cube the size of a football field gold is, has retained
1: its value throughout history because of its rarity partly due to the fact that it is indestructible it's also edible which is weird
0: yeah that yeah. is weird when people put like the gold foil on cake or gold schlager that
1: alcohol has gold flakes on it yes yeah, it does that's... oh
0: that stuff's nasty.
1: Oh, I like that stuff. That means that virtually all of the gold in the world has been mined, that has been mined, is still around in one form or another because it's indestructible. Some of it may have turned into jewelry, some might be sitting inside vaults as bullion. So, just how much gold have we mined and how much of it is left beneath the ground? Um, Let's see, the World Gold Council estimates that miners have historically extracted a total of 201,296 tons of gold leaving another 53,000 tons left in
0: identified underground reserves. That's not that much, dude.
1: So Uh, I have no
0: idea. We would have to figure out what the mass of that is and then try to calculate it out to...
1: If all the above-ground gold were stacked beside each other, the resulting cube would only measure 22 meters on each side, which is a testament to the metal's rarity.
0: So what is that? 22 meters? It's a 22-meter cube, and I said just to round it, keep it round, I'd said maybe 100 meters, right? Because we'll give or take a little bit, right? So yeah. I was way over. You had 300, 400, 300% over. Nearly
1: half of all the gold ever mined is held in the form of jewelry. India and China have been the largest markets for gold jewelry consumption, combining for more than 50% of global jewelry
0: demand in 2020. Well, yeah, there's like most of the people in the world are in China and India. <laughs> it's like like literally right like they probably have two billion each i have no idea but it's a lot of people
1: uh, over a billion each um billion so about three billion for both of them and apparently there's like a a circle you go like indonesia and then in india and up and above not siberia obviously but it actually encompasses siberia you draw a circle and it's like a little tiny part of the globe and over half of the population of the globe is within that little circle
0: yeah we talked about
1: that a few episodes ago didn't we I don't, I don't know, but it, that's crazy to think about, and that includes Siberia where no one's at. So, it just shows you how many people are in fucking Indonesia, India,
0: and China. Yeah, amazing when you think about it. And then it's also interesting to think about the fact that All I say only gold. that much gold. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds. And that's a lot meters. of gold,
1: of course, but twenty a block, twenty-two meters by twenty-two meters by twenty. That's tiny. That's so weird. But still, a lot of gold. It's estimated that the typical iPhone contains about. grams of gold in addition to other precious metals. It is these industrial uses that account for 29,000 tons or roughly 15% of all above ground gold. That's a trip. Wow, I didn't know Hey, say that again. It is these industrial uses for gold that account for 29,448 tons or roughly 15% of all above ground gold. Like in, in instruments and phones and things like that because it's not just copper it's gold as well what are they like the uh spaceships that they sent out into space like the james webb telescope that thing's covered in like gold sheeting or something like gold um it's like basically tinfoil but it's gold foil
0: i know, that thing's amazing have you seen some of those images like their calibration images that they're sending not, back already
1: not yet i've been waiting to watch those uh because i've seen a lot of stuff on youtube and then. know started reading stuff but i haven't actually looked at any images why are they amazing they must be
0: pretty cool i mean i mean not really i mean they're nothing new just just that they're when you think about that it's like far didn't they they're still i guess lining everything up and trying to get everything calibrated but didn't they uh, didn't they just discover the furthest
1: point yet that they can see
0: 13.9 or poor yeah something crazy
1: wouldn't it get to a point where we just can't see that far because the light hasn't reached us yet? I wonder how far that would be.
0: Well, what do they estimate the universe to be? It is 14 billion or so, right? 13.9. So you'd be
1: able to see back to the Big Bang? That doesn't make any sense because everything's expanding away from each other.
0: I mean, yeah, but the light, we ta- I think we talked about this before, and you said that it was expanding at the speed of light. The universe expanded faster the speed of light. It's fast. And I sent it. I sent you the stats. I looked it up and it was actually expanding much slower than light. I forget what it was, a third the speed or something. I know. I
1: was shocked when you sent that to me and I looked it up and that's not true. It's actually expanding because it it expands away. Everything expands away from each other exponentially faster so that it is actually going faster than the speed of light. At the edges. At the edges it is. Not like as you look here out into space, but is on the edges of what we can see it's going faster than the speed of light so there is a point where you can't see it you can't see past a certain point you just can't but i'm wondering what that point is if it's 13.9 billion years old there's no way we could see back to the big bang that doesn't even make sense because the the secret the, the estimated circumference of the universe is like over 90 billion light years because it's expanding even though the universe is only 13 in all directions old, yeah I got to look at because I just saw that. I don't know if it was a dream or I'm just tripping because I may have a fever. So hold on. <laughs> fever. <laughs> I think I might actually. Let's see. Um, expanding universe. Who was it that discovered that, by the way? Was that Hubble? No, not Hubble. It was Hubble. I have no idea. That discovered, yeah, in the 30s. He discovered all of the little smudges in the sky that people thought were, uh, were stars or, or actually other galaxies. Because at that time, just not even 100 years ago, people thought that we were the only galaxy. That's a weird thought.
0: Yeah, and not that long ago, relatively speaking, people thought everything revolved around the Earth. And it was heresy to suggest otherwise. The expansion of the universe is the increase in the distance between any two given gravitationally
1: unbound parts of the observable universe with time. It is an intrinsic expansion whereby the scale of space itself changes. The universe does not expand into anything and does not require space to exist outside it, huh? The expanding universe theory that's not a theory, is
0: that a theory? I don't know, dude. No, that's been where are you I'm- reading this from. Uh, this is sci fi.com a- or something. No, I'm, on, I'm on
1: Wikipedia, <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia right now. I'll take that with the grain of dis- salt. The increase in. Di- It's been pretty vetted, dude. Increase in distance between any two given gravitationally unbound parts of the observable universe, blah, blah, blah. This expansion involves neither space nor objects in space moving in a traditional sense, but rather it is the metric which governs the size and geometry of space-time itself that changes in scale. As the spatial part of the universe's space-time metric increases in scale, objects become more distant from from one another at ever-increasing speeds. To any observer in the universe, it appears that all of space is expanding and that all but the nearest galaxies, which are bound by gravity, recede at speeds that are proportional to their distance from the observer. While objects within space cannot travel faster than light, you're right, this limitation does not apply to the effects of changes in the matrix itself. Objects that recede beyond the cosmic event horizon will eventually become unobservable. That's what I was talking about. As no new light from them, will be capable of overcoming the universe's expansion. Boom, right there. Limiting oh, it's just because size- it's
0: getting so big, it's running out of energy. Everything yeah. fizzles out.
1: Limiting the size of our observable universe. That's a trip, huh? Yeah. So in a way, we're both right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yep. I sure. think what I, think I was saying was right. And then what you're saying is right because you're talking at some point that the scale is so big that eventually it will just fizzle out.
1: Yeah, so clearly I'm more right. <laughs> Ultimately, you get the last <laughs>
0: word in. You'll be right at the last word. I never try and have the last word. So, um, <laughs> 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 we already know that the power of sound it can have significant influence on us, right? I mean, we look at like the crowd control stuff or the mental warfare psychological warfare i guess you would say of cranking metal during yeah. these war times we've talked about this before mm-hmm. and we know of course there's nothing like live metal with the crushing tone right in your face and then you have to you look at like the havana syndrome and you can see that it could even affect people on more than just a enjoyment level it can really have significant impact on people you know i uh read an article this past week that talked about some researchers at University of Michigan that I guess had some introductory or initial success at destroying tumor cells with um, just ultrasound. It's kind of interesting, I thought.
1: High frequency or low frequency?
0: Well, where do ultrasounds live on the spectrum?
1: Well, high frequency, I guess, right?
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, they said well, uh, in early tests, they were able to use these sound waves to destroy up to 75% of liver, tum- liver tumors. In the research they did in animals that then, the, it was so much so that the immune systems of some of these test subjects, they could uh, overpower the uh, cancer tissue and, and stop it Ooh. from growing. Wow. Uh, that was pretty interesting.
1: The AMA will shut that down pretty quick. You think so? That's going to cut into their profit margin, dude, if they find a way to get rid of cancers.
0: Oh, they could just charge you a lot for that.
1: Yeah, but then it's gone, and they can't like string you along for the rest of your life while you're sick as shit.
0: Well, they will, because it probably hurts. They can get you on the painkillers. They'll be fine. They'll be fine.
1: I don't have faith in humanity, dude. It's all just money
0: corrupts so badly that people figure
1: out a way to... Make things, you know, planned obsolescence, string you along medically, you know, so they can just burn you for all your money. You know, oh, you're sick? Oh, yeah, we got something that's going to help you out, right? But, oh, this cure, we'll keep that in the back pocket and never show you. That's the way it works, dude. It sucks. Just like the government probably has these fucking anti-gravity sort of things, you know, at really, really advanced technologies that would, like, rid us from our need for oil and, and petroleum products and just all this shit like with russia i know no politics but just like you know we would be free and clear of all that crap if we had zero point energy at our fingertips but that's all hidden they keep that for themselves because that would destroy the whole economic balance of the world and uh yeah that sucks money money rules and that really sucks
0: so but you look at it with like the electric vehicle technology it's my understanding that's been around for decades Right, it was suppressed by the manufacturers of cars. They would buy up the technology.
1: Remember those Evo cars, like thirty years ago or something that came out? Those little bubble-looking cars—they only built a certain amount, but the people who owned them loved them. And then they just recalled them and took them all back and destroyed them all. Remember that? I do not. That was in the eighties, early nineties, I think. And it was what company 90s. were they? Oh, geez, I think it might have been GMC actually.
0: And they were called I, what?
1: I think they're called Evos, E V O S. Huh. And uh, yeah, they took them all back and destroyed them. I don't know. There might be one left somewhere in a museum, but um, everyone who had them and they were taken from, they said they loved those cars. You know, the thing with- Was them, there
0: like a, uh, I mean, how can they make it? They can't come and take your car from you.
1: Oh yeah, they can. <laughs>
0: of course they figure? can.
1: Because they, they were leased out. It was like an experimental thing. They built like a hundred Oh, like, So you 100. didn't buy them.
0: They were people releasing them and didn't own them.
1: Well, yeah, but they-, they as far as they're concerned, they owned them. They got used to them and loved them. And then, boom, they're taken. And they discontinued the car. And they destroyed them all. And um, I don't know what kind of range they had. But those were the first, like, consumer electric cars. I was probably in my 20s. And, um, yeah, the range must have kind of sucked or something. Because Tesla's kind of got it down with those lithium batteries now. And they're only getting better. That's the main draw, is, is that they're getting better. And they'll keep getting better. I
0: wish I could afford one of those damn cars. They're really nice.
1: It's yeah, they do some
0: pretty cool stuff there's a lot of other technologies and other cars that are coming out though there's gonna be a lot more options here in the next couple of years it seems like i kind of think that i don't know man
1: I, electric has its own problems because you're still you're still taking energy from the grid which is still being produced with with coal and you know what i mean so it's not like you're really it's not really a clean i mean as you're driving it it's
0: clean but on the you're just taking you're just making a mess on the front end instead there's of there's no end. yeah, there's no such thing as a free lunch, whether it's the, in the manufacturing of the batteries or the mining of the fossil fuel, there's always some impact, right? This this lithium for these batteries doesn't just sh- and gold and stuff doesn't just show up. Right? Okay. They have to go get it, and there's repercussions from that. So it's super rare.
1: Uh, have you seen that lake out in the desert Is that Elon Musk um I guess he's got a monopoly on it or he owns it now or whatever that lithium, lithium. Lake yeah, in the middle of the desert. Read, it's all shiny and weird from
0: space. It's trippy. I read something about that. Yep. Another thing I saw that was really interesting, kind of related to the mining thing was sulfur mining. You ever mm-hmm. <laughs> hear about the God talk about a crazy job. Those people who do that are insane. Yeah. They, apparently they get paid relative, you know, relative to what they're, local economy provides they get paid a ton but super dangerous right like they can't get any of it wet they're breathing these noxious fumes watching them do that is incredible i saw that once
1: where they're out there like mining that stuff and it is it looks so it looks like another world like
0: yeah it does looks like hell
1: i'd never fucking do that
0: it's crazy hell no
1: can you imagine yeah. what that smells like too? And then it's all over your body and just like stuck Constantly, to you.
0: Constantly. Yeah. And these guys have like, I mean, they're doing it. I mean, this stuff is highly, highly toxic gas, you know, the fumes. Cause they're it's going so... right up, they're going <laughs> right up to these, these thermal vents, you know, yeah. and getting the stuff that like collects as it, you know, cools down from being coming as a vapor out from the center of the earth, you know. Now, is that like Indonesia where they
1: mainly do that? borneo places like that. Uh, i think I it might think it was somewhere over there ja- i think jakarta something like that yeah
0: yeah that sounds right somewhere over there in the oh, would yeah. you say like the
1: south pacific yeah i think that's where i saw them doing that it's just nuts
0: yeah, i saw an interesting documentary about it on, on youtube or something a while ago so I, I remember a little bit about it i don't have anything in front of me here but yeah very crazy in these guys have all kinds of issues their skin looks horrible all the time you know some guys are going up there with like wet rags shoved over their face you know to filter against these crazy fumes it's gnarly
1: well don't they have to they can only work a certain amount of time and then they have to retreat
0: and then they come back in just a certain amount of yeah. time and then they have to retreat oh, it's almost like working with like radioactivity it's crazy fuck that job yeah i was actually uh A very interesting documentary that i saw about it i'll have to see if i can dig it up and send it to you it's pretty cool right on but yeah well hey dude um kind of getting a little long on the tooth in this episode uh did you happen to listen to the album that i sent you
1: i did and i actually was texting back and forth with fred from cryptic mutation about it commenting on um how talented his buddy is
0: yeah no shit so we're talking about an album yeah called uh the inception of chaos from a band called visions of visions annihilation of
1: annihilation yeah uh
0: this is uh, john Chevenio from cryptic mutation this is one of his other bands well it's him
1: it's basically it's just him i mean he's well, got a singer been... he's got a singer but it's like him and then the guy who's uh, recording it and, and mixing it and stuff plays yeah. bass plays bass
0: and then um,
1: it's a drum machine. They do like the drum yeah. Sound and stuff. Yeah, it's, tra- it's crazy. I was really,
0: really surprised to hear uh, read that. I didn't it didn't really sound fake. I mean, it all this stuff, all this stuff. Now these guys are using triggers and stuff, anyways. You know, so, they did
1: a great job on the drumming parts, man. That's, yeah, I was impressed.
0: It was really good. Yeah, this album came out in uh, on April eleventh, twenty twenty two. It's nine tracks. It was only available on Bandcamp. Yeah, I couldn't find it on Spotify. So I, uh, unfortunately Bandcamp doesn't add up all the duration and tell you, so I'm like, <laughs> didn't bother adding it up, but fairly long. Yeah. I saw this come up on the Instagram feed from one of the guys from cryptic mutation. Maybe it was on the cryptic mutation page and said, go check this out for John's yeah. other band. Mm-hmm. So I had to check it out. And, um, yeah, I don't know. He's I, a good songwriter, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I take it you liked it. Oh yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah,
1: some of the songs were a a little long for me. A six, you know, six and a half minute song is a little bit much. And Fred and I were laughing about that a little. I'm like, with my songs, I get to about two and a half minutes. I cram all the shit in, and I'm
0: done. And he was laughing about it. He's like, yeah, same
1: here. I like shorter songs too. But he's a real riff master, dude. He really. Yeah, I
0: I didn't notice that at all. I mean, I'm sure the song durations were long. If you noted it, but I didn't notice that at all. That I this thing was very very good to me. I, I listen to it a lot actually easy
1: easy to get through
0: easy to get through Yeah, i didn't notice the song duration i was not aware of time at all listening to it it's super heavy the vocals go from like 90s stuff to like throat rasping you know it's yeah. just great range on there the guy does a good job and so i guess we should probably mention uh, yeah it's john Trevino on guitars and he did the drum programming then vocals was izzy garcia good. he also did drum programming mm-hmm. and then it's mentioned specifically in the studio work joshua lopez on bass and then he did some of the drums as well they
1: all did the drum programming and um and the what would he was like the producer and mixer right or editor. i didn't read all that part i believe i believe he was it's the in studio you know bass help or something like that but I didn't the bass didn't really stand out to me. The, the guitar riffs were just so ah, chunky, just heavy. It was heavy. Nice, dude. Yeah. I loved it. A, and and the way he puts the song, the songs together is very impressive. Yeah, I, I like this a lot.
0: Yeah. This uh, did you have any any songs that stood out to you? I know some of them might have been too long for you, but did you have any ones that stood out?
1: I was I think it was track four. I don't have it right
0: in front of me. What was it called? Wrath of uh, Yeah, Wrath Wrath of the Wastes.
1: Yeah, that was that song is badass dude that's a great song
0: and i like the
1: song after that too especially those two stood out more than any of them
0: yeah i liked uh prison of carnage that was track three right before the track we just mentioned uh Uh, that was probably my favorite track but man all this is good track seven transcendent rebirth that was another really good one Mm
1: -hmm. yep
0: yeah i like this a lot it was right down my alley
1: yeah it was uh it was of right down my alley too although the vocals aren't my typical style but it's just so there's so much to it and it's so addictive it's not it's not too like it's not it's not like overreaching especially it just seems like perfect for what he wants to it it just sounds like what he wanted to write he just wrote it and did it and the drum the drum programming and everything is perfect for it and um like i said the bass is a little bit under the mix which is fine you know and the vocals are great yeah,
0: I, I agree with exactly that. You want to give it a rating?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna break rank here because there's no way I can give this any other rating but eight point seven five.
0: Oh wow, that's so funny because this is actually something I I've noted as well that I might break for that as well. So this is the first time I break out from the even halves in the ratings. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're lying. No, you're lying right now. I, just I, I'm, I did serious. I'm serious. I'm serious um it's it's close to a nine but not quite I, I think like for me when it hits a nine it's like oh this is just rippingly good and like exactly. impeccable essentially exactly but uh i'm gonna give this I, an 8.8 because it was very good <laughs> you, you can't on,
1: steal stealing my thunder
0: give no it a i swear i swear dude
1: <laughs> right you even, you even give it like five ten five hundredths of the point higher or whatever dude yeah no that's fine yeah no, yeah
0: on a, on a five star though, it would be a four a solid four and a half it's good yeah same here
1: yeah um the, well the, i'll give you the reason why i did it was because i like it better than a few of the albums that we've reviewed recently but not not entirely way better but yeah. not as much as than as like claustrophobia's newest album you know so i was like it's not as quite as good as claustrophobia for me um but i like it better than like chemicide or chemical or whatever it was yeah chemicide like it, but yeah you know i like it better than that but not nine better. Yeah. So I just had to go right in between 8.75. It's pretty so close funny. to a fucking nine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you should really go go look at my notes on the, the cloud storage and you'll notice that that's
1: what it says. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. That's, you know, people are going to think we're full of shit. Uh, oh, that was not, yeah, that wasn't intentional. They like lined, they talked about it beforehand. We really didn't
0: talk about this. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I could send you a screenshot actually if you wanted, but I think you believe no, me. no. I believe you anyways we're talking about the inception of chaos from visions of annihilation this is uh john one of the guys from cryptic mutation it's one of his other bands available on Bandcamp. definitely check it out if you're into the well you know if you listen you know what i like oh yeah yeah it's good shit
1: um do you really think this is like one of his other bands though is this don't you think this is more like just uh, a side a project. project otherwise yeah. they get otherwise they get a drummer and i mean i wonder if they're going to do this live
0: Oh, they hmm. could. I mean, if it's all programmed, right? I mean, it's we no really different could. than playing to a click track.
1: But I wonder if this Izzy guy's a friend of his or or from another band. Did you look that up? I didn't look that up.
0: I did. Like, you know, oh, man, I
1: love this band. You want to collaborate on something? Yeah, sure. Or if it's a friend of his who just sings really good or I don't know. It's, it just got me kind of curious. Like, how does this guy have the time to do Cryptic Mutation and this guy, you know, and write all this other music? You know, it's impressive really
0: good. Yeah, and they're very they're, they're very different. They're both those both of those projects are heavy, very heavy, but very but they're different. Yeah. Even the imagery is different.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. This seems more like this seems more like just pure death. It's like
0: brutal, it's just like brutal death metal. Yeah. Pretty much. Cryptic Mutation has a little bit of
1: everything, you know, a little bit of comedy in there which I really appreciate. Short songs, I I love that shit, you know. And it's a full band. It's a full touring band, so. Yeah. I have to give a little nod to km but this this is really good as well yeah i love it
0: very good awesome i'm glad you liked it too i feel like i'm I'm bringing you to the more of the death metal side than you normally used to be
1: no it's not you i listened to that before i even met you you know
0: yeah i just feel like maybe you're, you're liking it more i'm surprised i've mentioned this before I'm a little surprised yeah, sometimes I'm, i guess i'm liking it more it's just part of it is like i said before
1: it's, it, we're just so flooded with so many good bands right now it's hard to look away from you know if music's good it's good i don't care what it really is it's, yeah it's good it's good so
0: yeah but you have a certain i mean when they're like whoa you know that you you could get into that more than i can you know i have a certain thing oh i have i have something
1: to. i have something you don't have it's called um open open mind it's an open mind oh yeah that's it that's yeah, right. exactly okay. yeah ah! oh i could do that again oh my throat's a little better
0: well, good. I'm glad you're getting better.
1: We'll have yeah, to. I, you know, <clears throat> as far as that is concerned, you, you know, that last album we reviewed had a lot of that, and I really enjoyed it. Destruction. Yeah, it had a lot of that old fashioned 80s fucking.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I enjoyed the shit out of it, too. I did, too. I'm going to go see it live next month. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Are you going to come? You should come. Yeah. You should join us.
1: Oh, I know what I'll get. Like a, oh, I should get like a blow up doll and bring that as my date.
0: I'll, jo- <laughs> I'll join you. I'll join, join you us for dinner for, beforehand. Join us for dinner. I'll walk in. I'll squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs>
1: Sit down with her and get squeaky. Right? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> You're
0: like, who is this guy? <laughs>
1: Everyone, I'd like you to meet Patsy.
0: <laughs> Patsy,
1: <laughs> forget it. Never mind. Oh, bad joke. Yeah, I don't. That's still funny. Yeah, I don't want to go to stores to get that out. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't want to be a fifth wheel, but I'm trying to think of someone I could ask. You, you should, should go. Ask. You should go see you know, if uh, think if someone I could ask to go with me, like like female wise, who'd want to go. I can think of a couple who'd, who'd want to go, but you know, sometimes people just annoy me, and I don't really want to go to a concert with them. So,
0: yeah, there's that. so yeah, it's gonna be different. I mean, whenever I go to, to shows. It's not usually with my wife, you know. When I go to a death metal show or a thrash metal show, it's a whole different, different mind state.
1: I should. So it'll go, be interesting
0: for me. I should go and just act completely more
1: out of control, like completely nuts, than I ever do when I when we go to shows and make make both the wives go. What the fuck? You go to shows with this guy? This guy's a freak. <laughs> He's like jumping off the <laughs> jumping off the balcony and shit. Perfect. Oh
0: yeah, that'd be perfect. I think perfect. you should do it.
1: Get myself in a headlock, all bloodied up, punted out the back door, probably and, not in right. handcuffs. Is he in? Not a like, good. Idea. Is he in always like that?
0: <laughs> well, I think they. At least my wife knows you a little better than that. You talk me into it. I'm going. You no. should go. You should go. No,
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be like a double date thing. You guys go have have fun. It'll be fine. There's other shows I'd rather see anyway. So.
0: Yeah. Well, what else is coming up? I know I'm still on the fence. Suffocation's going to be playing at Brick by Brick with, I think, like, Atheist or something like that. Atheist.
1: I'm not a huge Suffocation fan.
0: Suffocation's pretty badass, Mm. but I I don't know. I haven't seen them with their other singer.
1: I sure wouldn't mind seeing Anvil, actually.
0: Yeah, that's coming up. um,
1: Yeah, you know what? I should get tickets. Is it July? That That would be a fun dance I think
0: that's at Brick by Brick, actually, too. Yeah, that would be a fun film. Is it June or July? I sent you the link. I'm going to have to look it up tonight. Yeah, I think I'm going to get tickets Let's for look that. it up right now. Here.
1: I got to find someone who's going to be into going to see an Anvil show because there's not many. I could see Anvil.
0: Anvil. I go, I could see Anvil. Oh, oh, really?
1: They're entertaining yeah. as hell, dude. When he busts out that dildo and starts doing leads, it's fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure he still does that too. And the fact that him and that drummer, Rob Ryan, are still together is just amazing to me. That guy is a m- massively amazing drummer ask any drummer they'll say oh rob reiner oh fuck yeah that guy's amazing yeah he's uh yeah yeah fuck yeah we should go i bet tickets will be kind of a lot though
0: well let's look right now here i, was, I thought i had it easily accessible to me on my phone but oh here's another one jungle rot jungle picked by big pick, june 11th i like jungle Rot. yeah with internal bleeding that's probably a very good show <laughs>
1: internal bleeding <laughs> it's,
0: just, it's the dumbest fucking name dude <laughs> That can't be worse than some other ones that are out there
1: jungle rot with internal bleeding oh my god
0: yeah but you know jungle rot jungle rot's pretty badass
1: i mean i like jungle rot, but just that lineup just already is just so funny oh
0: my god it's like you ever have have people like what show are you going to like oh you wouldn't know them it's just easier just so you wouldn't know the band who's the opener gangrene or something I don't, I don't know how much the the anvil tickets are here I guess I should just look it up remember that band gangrene got to... yeah up. yeah that when did so... they stop doing stuff <laughs>
1: I don't know, the 80s so... <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't been that long I don't know I haven't heard of them either. oh I looked up anvil and it just gave me like anvils holy shit anvils are 500 bucks holy shit
0: 500 bucks what would you use do an anvil what would you do that Cliff, a 70 pound wide,
1: 449 cool horse anvil. Oh, that's a shiny little bastard. Cliff Carroll anvil, 250. That's a good deal. Central Forge 55 pound anvil, 70 bucks. That's got to be
0: a piece of shit. What well, would, well, would you do that with that though? Why would you bother? What would you need an anvil for?
1: To take it to the show.
0: <laughs> well, I see That's that as a date
1: just to, like lug it up onto the stage for him like a gift like instead of throwing my panties i'll throw an anvil up there let's see anvil band that there we go okay you see that san diego brick that. by brick there yeah. it is what day me. is that i don't know the cookie thing came up in my fucking face it is july 2nd july 2nd how much are tickets i'm looking i'm looking remember my phone is like from the middle ages let's see they're playing with white wizard midnight
0: Midnight's good. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Or I recall. Remember, seeing that. And Hellion.
1: Let's see, forty-eight upcoming. When TV. did you say
0: it is? What? It says what? price
1: U.S. sixteen dollars. No way! It's only sixteen bucks. That's a, no. That can't be right. It must $16. be. What date is it? June what? July second.
0: July second. Sixteen dollars. There you go. Anvil.
1: Well, no, it's mid, Not midnight. It's Midnight Hellion is a band.
0: Well, hey, man, that sounds like a good show, too. Is there anything else you want to see? Is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this old this old one up? Nope, I'm just looking at some more upcoming shows. Whiplash is coming, dude.
1: Saxon's coming. Testament's coming again. Except Judas Priest, Exodus, we already saw. Oh, Uli Roth. Helix, they're still around. And Reich.
0: Okay, well, there you go. I'm going to have to look up Toy Dolls next. Okay, well, let's wrap it up okay yeah I'm, I'm confirming right now yeah july 2nd brick by brick ticket $16 wow that seems cheap yeah. all, all right seems cheap. well okay yeah I'll see you on the next scatterbrained all right thanks for listening everyone